Beast Watch News, watching the rising beast of Revelation. Breaking Israel News has issued another warning of the imminent arrival of the Jewish Messiah. It is a warning for those who understand this man will turn out to be the Antichrist. For the rabbis making the announcement, it is one of triumph, self-satisfaction, and expectation of the rise of a world ruled by Judaism. This will be a world that kills believers in Yeshua Messiah or enslaves those who are willing to subjugate themselves to Noahidism. Revelation 13.15 says, And he, that's the Jewish Christian or house of Judah, house of Israel beast, had power to give life to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. Let me say a few things here. The Israelites have, for over 3,500 years, worshipped images and committed idolatry. Image worship and idolatry are two different definitions. Israelites worship images. Israelites also join the nations in their worship of images that represent their gods. We call this idolatry. Nowhere in the Tanakh did Yahweh call the golden calf incident idolatry. He called it image worship. Because the Israelites insisted on not refraining from making images, they couldn't stop themselves from falling into the sin of image worship. The number one stronghold of all Israelites is images making owning using I'm writing a book on this subject a rather lengthy and detailed book because Yahweh is going to turn his people toward an image he's going to cause them to have to face an image and make them choose between worshiping the image or die for not worshiping it That is the choice the end times generation faces. The weight of the sins of our ancestors will be borne in this generation. The reason will be the same as the first time in the wilderness. They made the image and then equated it with gods that had brought them out of Egypt. And they had just been told that it was Yahweh who had brought them out of Egypt at Mount Sinai in the end of days the same sin will be repeated the image of this beast pertains first to the Israelites on the earth today house of Judah and house of Israel who will call on it to deliver them from their exile so as their forefathers claimed an image delivered them from exile in Egypt our generation will call on it to deliver them from their exile too Yahweh scattered us 
because of our images and we will have to get rid of our images and be willing to die doing so in order to finish the iniquity of our forefathers let's go to Daniel 9:24 70 weeks are decreed on your people and to your holy city to finish disobedience and to make an end of sins and to make reconciliation for iniquity avon now let's go over to Exodus 20 verse 5 because the iniquity of our forefathers has to do with all the ways that we disobey Yahweh but the worst and first of our iniquity is our image worship Exodus 20 verse 5 and you shall not bow yourself to them nor serve them for I Yahweh your God am a jealous God visiting the iniquity Avon it's the Avon that has to be finished according to Daniel 9 24 this report is not a lesson on images but a warning I'm writing a book on images but I'm saying these things so that you will draw your attention away from images TV videos any online images of anyone including yourselves so that you will see the correlation between Yahweh commanding no one to make images 3500 years ago and the end time reason for that which is so the end times generation won't lose their salvation over an object you see if no one had made images there would not have been worship additionally if our ancestors had destroyed the images of the nations inhabiting the land as commanded there would not have been any images in Israel Israel was intended to be an iconic without images to show people how to come to Yahweh directly we were supposed to lead the Gentiles away from their images and to a direct relationship with Yahweh instead we reinforced the nations in their idolatry and committed image worship with our own images and then we went to the nations to commit their idolatry with them you see the final test will be what we do about the image of the beast what we do with it will be directly related to what we do with the images that inhabit our lives today Yahweh is restoring his nation in exact reverse to how we broke the covenant so let me explain this going forward we broke the commandment about images this caused the kingdom to split hundreds of years later after Solomon's death because they had built up all this image worship and were committing idolatry in the land as well that then caused us to disobey the commandments about going to the place of Yahweh's name to celebrate his feasts with him you know the kingdom split Jeroboam said don't go down there and then because we didn't respect the feasts we began to have no concern over the dietary laws and the Israelites began eating anything they pleased regardless of its unclean status 
After Yeshua came and the Jews wouldn't let converts return to the temple, the Sabbath went by the wayside. It took thousands of years for these sins to progress and now cause us to be faced with these end times choices. But these major areas are now being reversed. Let's go to Deuteronomy 30 verses 1 through 3. And it shall happen when all these things have come on you, the blessing and the curse that I have set before you, and you shall call them to mind among all the nations where Yahweh your God has given you, and return to Yahweh your God and obey his voice according to all that I command you today, you and your children with all your heart and with all your soul, that then Yahweh your God will release you from captivity, have compassion on you, and will return and gather you from all the peoples where Yahweh your God has scattered you. Most of us return in exact reverse order. Most of us. Starting with the Sabbath and then the dietary laws, the feasts in Jerusalem and nowhere else. And now the last of these is to destroy our images. Unless we do this, we will be deceived by the image of the beast which will be brought to you by your own house of Judah, house of Israel, brethren, and world leaders of today. Let's go now to this Breaking Israel News article, Israel's top rabbi. I'm currently in discussions with the Messiah himself. Along the way, I will be correcting the Talmudic and uh, Kabbalistic twisted doctrines and other nonsense to compare that with the truth of Yeshua's words. Here's the article. A Haredi rabbi privy to secrets concerning the Messiah was sworn to silence for several decades by hidden righteous men but they have now ordered him for the first time to publicize their messages about current events and the imminent arrival of the Messiah. They tell him that it is literally a matter of life or death. Notice that it is a Haredi rabbi making this claim. It is the Haredi who have been pushing the Jewish Messiah's arrival since 2018. Expect the Jewish Messiah to be of the Haredi, the ultra-Orthodox sect. His appearance may be more modern to appeal to the masses but his doctrine will be very right wing and religious in line with making Israel a Jewish only state what people do about the Jewish man or the AI the hologram or robot or clone or whatever he turns out to be will be a life and death decision just like this rabbi says because this Jewish man this whatever he's going to be will require everyone to get his mark Yahweh has his mark you know the Sabbath and he will also mark his people on the foreheads as he did in Ezekiel 9 4 we can expect that to be fulfilled again in the end of days the 144,000 will also get their seal I don't know what that seal consists of a visible mark or not 
But Rabbi Zisholtz opened uh, this radio interview from where the Breaking Israel News got this information. He opened this radio interview with a disclaimer. He said, I came to talk not only about what will happen, but about who will merit to be part of the redemption. Pay attention to that word merit. He said a lot of religious people, men with kipot on their heads, will not merit. Many people who do not appear to be religious will be on the inside. First of all, the Jewish Messiah is being brought forth by the false teachers of Judaism, the rabbis. The scripture nowhere speaks of the redemption requiring anyone to merit it. The redemption requires belief in Yeshua the Messiah as the Son of God. And no one who denies that Yeshua is God will be redeemed. There are other false doctrines and Jewish mystical nonsense in this article. It is important though to hear this next statement. This will explain how the people will be deceived by this Jewish Messiah. He says the process of Geula redemption is about to start happening very quickly and at a fast pace. It is important that people remain calm and steady to act properly in the right time. A man could be the greatest Torah scholar, appear to be the most righteous man and not merit to see the Messiah. Understand that last statement is critical. Let me say it a a couple of other ways because it has to do with why so many people will be deceived by the Antichrist. Another way to say what Rabbi Zisholtz stated is that only the righteous will be able to see the Messiah when he is revealed because they will merit it. Alternately, another way is to say if they don't merit to see the Jewish Messiah, they won't see him. But guess what? The Bible says that the whole world will worship him. So it will be that the whole world will see him because they are all righteous and merit seeing and worshiping him. You see, what's going to happen is the Jews will use imagery to announce to the world that the Messiah is coming. You know, TV, YouTube, etc. Those who do not know Yeshua will excitedly anticipate his arrival. And while they are waiting, the Jews will explain to the world that only the righteous will be able to see him. Then, when he comes onto everyone's TV screen, an image, and amazingly, they can see him, they will believe they are righteous. This will appeal to them because, you know, they've known all along that being righteous really had nothing to do with having a proper relationship with God. You see, we don't have to do those commandment things. I can be, you know, Mr. Booty Gig running for president and be a homosexual and abominator. I can do that and have a relationship with God because I'm righteous. God loves me. I'm righteous. Since the Jewish Messiah will validate their personal idea that they were right all along 
and they really are righteous, they will worship the image of the beast, the one that is shown to them in live streams, recorded videos, static pictures, you know, 2D pictures, etc. If you can see this man, you merit to be in the Jewish world to come as well. And if you are not a Jew, convert. If you don't want to convert, become a Noahide. Rabbi Zisholtz explained that he had been charged by hidden righteous men to break his silence and to begin informing the public of the imminent arrival of the Messiah. First of all, there is no such thing as a hidden righteous man in Scripture. If you're righteous, your job is to be visible to the world, bringing people to Yahweh and not hiding in the shadows. Rabbi Zitzholt explains that signs that had been given to signal the arrival of the Messiah are now appearing at a lightning fast pace. And it's going to get faster and faster the closer we get to the end. One of the signs the rabbis are using to determine if the Jewish Messiah is close is the level of the Sea of Galilee, also called Kinneret. Where is that in Scripture? You know, these men just make this stuff up. You know, rabbis decree and God obeys. He says, ten years ago, Israel was suffering from a horrible drought. Someone asked Rabbi Kook when the Kinneret will be full. Rabbi Kook said, when the Messiah arrives, the Kinneret will be full. Well, in a few weeks, the Kinneret will be full for the first time since Rabbi Kook made this statement. That's ten years ago. And then Zisholt gave another example. Rabbi Kaim Konevsky has claimed that Messiah already passed the threshold of the door. Not so long ago, he said that Messiah is already here. Konevsky says he no longer travels outside of Israel for fear of missing his arrival. So, based on Konevsky's anticipation, everyone is supposed to stay glued to his TV set. If you go to the store, you might miss it. If you travel to another country, you might miss it. Stay home. Rabbi Zisholtz cited another hidden tzaddik, one of these hidden righteous men, as saying that in this month of Adar, we will see great things. And it should be noted that the Israeli election is in Adar. Additional details were provided by Yeren and Yaakov, who had interviewed Zisholtz in 2000. Citing the coronavirus breaking out worldwide fits Rashi's prophecy that God in the future will bring a plague upon the nations so that the Jews are atoned for. The Jews claim that it's not them that has been punished for the last 2,500 years for their own sins. You know, they were punished for the sins of the nations, according to Judaism. Rashi's prophecy in the Talmud at Tehillim 47.4 says that the Jews' unjust persecution will be paid for with the lives of Gentiles who die for the Jews' atonement. And here are some other points to ponder. There is more than a million of great people who have met Mashiach. Um, the 
minion is 10 or more people. So we have 10 or more people that have met this Jewish Messiah. Now, Yeshua's requirement was 12. You know, but the Jews who reject him stick with just 10 as a sign of their rejection and their authority over him. Next, the Mashiach knows he's the Mashiach, but doesn't yet have the power to act. According to another rabbi, there will not be Israeli elections. Rather, there will be a war and that it will be a reaction to the deal of the century. However, the rabbi left open that this could, you know, change in heaven, meaning that if his prophecy is wrong, it is because God changed his mind, not because this rabbi is a false prophet. But Rabbi Brisker predicts that if the elections do take place, like, you know, there's actual voting, that the voting will be pointless since no government will come out of it anyway. And then you have Rabbi Kaduri and the Lubavitcher Rabbi, both who said that Bibi will be the last prime minister before Mashiach comes. And of course they mentioned the natural disasters that are occurring all over the world, including the coronavirus fires in Australia, some other disaster that was to occur in the atmosphere that is occurring now, which I don't know what that is. Rav Yehoshua Lieb Diskin said that God-fearing people will be saved in the final war and God-fearing means to separate from the non-Jewish culture. In other words, either you will be a Jew or a Noahide, thereby you will be saved. Noahides are part of Jewish culture. Noahidism is a sub-religion of Judaism. So I hope you can see where this is going. The rabbis in Acts 15 insisted that conversion to Judaism was required for salvation. They couched this doctrine in terms of physical circumcision, you know, heart circumcision unnecessary since all their hearts are uncircumcised. For the Jews, it always has been about the culture and not what Yahweh actually requires, which is a personal relationship with him through his son. Watch, but not TV, folks. Watch, but not YouTube. This Jewish Messiah will be very convincing. It is time to give up the world and get into our prayer closets. You know, a while ago I mentioned that I'm not entirely sure the Messiah will be a man. Let me explain what I mean. Yes, the Jewish man will be a human. But the thing, the image that the Jews will trot out for the world to look at, might not actually be him in person. After all, he will be too valuable to risk assassination or an accident or even seeing the two witnesses as they protest against him. They keep their righteous men hidden, so how much more would they want to hide the abominable man? He is likely to be kept hidden, but the Jews will need the world to see him anyway. Why? Well, 
they need something to show the world. What are they going to show the world? An AI, a hologram, or even a clone? Stay tuned. I'll be right back after these messages. Thank you for listening to the Jerusalem Report on Beast Watch News. Full news coverage with a Hebraic perspective of the headlines fulfilling Bible prophecy. Remember to financially and prayerfully support Beast Watch News for keeping you up to date. Send your donation to Beast Watch News today. It takes money to operate this ministry, and your help is much appreciated. To this end, it behooves us to know what is happening in the artificial intelligence and cyber worlds. I'm going to go into that this week. Let's start with this Times of Israel article. Unbeknownst to the CEO of a company who was interviewed on TV last year, a hacking group that was trailing the CEO taped the interview and then taught a computer to perfectly imitate the CEO's voice so it could then give credible instructions for a wire transfer of funds to a third party. This raises the question of whether it is possible to perfectly imitate someone's appearance as well. You know, the military-industrial complex, governments, and science worlds don't tell us common folk what all they can do, you know. This voice-fishing hack brought to light the growing abilities of artificial intelligence-based technologies to perpetuate cyber attacks and cyber crime. The appearance of the image of the beast, this man called the Jewish Messiah, could be a criminal, and all those who bring forward his image could be committing a mass cyber crime against all the people of the earth. Using new AI-based software, hackers have imitated the voices of a number of senior company officials around the world and thereby given out instructions to perform transactions for them, such as money transfers. The software can learn how to perfectly imitate a voice after just 20 minutes of listening to it and can then speak with that voice and say things that the hacker types into the software. Some of these attempts were foiled, but other hackers were successful in getting their hands on money. This is a ramp-up of hacker capabilities, Israel's cyber directorate said in a warning memo sent out to companies, organizations, and individuals in July, warning of the threat, but specifying that no such events had yet occurred in Israel. Well, let's anticipate that one will occur in Israel. 
Leading officials at a cybersecurity conference in Tel Aviv last month warned of the growing threat of hackers using AI tools to create new attack surfaces and causing new threats. We find more and more challenges in the emerging technologies, mainly in artificial intelligence, said Yigal Una, the head of Israel's National Cyber Directorate at the Cybertech 2020 conference last month. This is the new playground of hackers, he said, and it is the most frightening. It could also be the frightening playground of Jewish rabbis who want to introduce a fake messiah rather than the real one. Spearfishing is on the rise. Artificial intelligence tools are also already being used to create extremely sophisticated phishing campaigns, said Hudi Zak, executive, or I'm sorry, chief executive officer, technology unit of the Israel National Cyber Directorate in charge of the nation's civilian cybersecurity. Traditional phishing campaigns use emails or messages to get people to click on a link and then infect them with a virus or get them to perform certain actions. Users are today generally able to easily identify these campaigns and avoid responding to them because the phishing emails come from unfamiliar people or addresses and have content that is generic or irrelevant to the recipient. Now, however, sophisticated AI systems create very sophisticated spear phishing campaigns against high-value people such as company CEOs or high-ranking officials and send emails addressing them directly, sometimes even ostensibly, ostensibly from someone they know personally and often with very relevant content like a CV for a position they are looking to staff. To do that, the attacker needs to spend a lot of time and effort learning the target's social network, understanding the relevant business environment, and looking for potential hooks that will make the victim believe this is a relevant email, approaching them for real business reasons that will increase the attack's chance of success, said Zach. A sophisticated AI system would enable an attacker to perform most of these actions for any target in a matter of seconds, and thus spear phishing campaigns could aim at thousands or even millions of targets, Zach said. These tools are mainly in the heads of well-funded state hackers, Zach said, declining to mention which ones, but he foresaw them spreading in time to less sophisticated groups. Even so, perhaps the greatest AI-based threat that lurks ahead is the ability to interfere with the integrity of products embedded with AI technologies that support important processes in such fields as finance, energy, or transportation. And note, these are all areas that the Jewish Messiah will want to control, especially finance. The rest of the article speaks of ways that AIs can wreak havoc with electrical grids and other electronic systems. 
Now, are you interested in having an AI proofread your Wikipedia insertions, for instance, and make changes? Well, this article, Wikipedia's Messiah, researchers create AI that can correct outdated info like humans. This MIT news report says that scientists have created an automated text generating tool powered by artificial intelligence that can update outdated sentences like a human. Instead of relying on volunteers to correct outdated information on Wikipedia, the reference site could soon use a text generating system that pinpoints and replaces specific information in relevant Wikipedia sentences while keeping the language similar to how humans write and edit. Well, now that's what we need. An AI that can pose as a human in appearance and in voice and write just like you do. This is important. Keep listening because I'm going to tell you what these AIs are going to write. They're going to change your blog posts and they're going to change your emails. But folks, the world is becoming truly dangerous. And now you know why we will all be dead if Yeshua doesn't come back soon. And I'm going to tell you in a minute what the next AI breakthrough will be. You know, Yeshua must come quickly because it is predicted that by 2042, an AI will have written its own Bible and proposed its own religion. In this 2017 article from VentureBeat, you are asked if you would worship such an entity. In the next 25 years, AI will evolve to the point where it will know more on an intellectual level than any human. In the next 50 or 100 years, an AI might know more than the entire population of the planet put together. At that point, there are serious questions to ask about whether this AI, which could design and program additional AI programs all on its own, read data from an almost infinite number of data sources and control almost every connected device on the planet, will somehow rise in status to become more like a god something that can write its own Bible and draw humans to worship it. Yes, an AI could be Yahweh's ultimate punishment of his people for continuing in the ways of the golden calf and continuing to make images. I'm going to make this point again. If we don't make them, there is no possibility of worshiping or serving them or trying to use them to worship and serving Yahweh. All images are made by human hands. And not all of them become objects through which to worship Yahweh. But remember, all idols are images but not all images are idols. We are not to make them because Yahweh uses that as a built-in hedge for our safety. Now back to the report. 
Recently, reports surfaced that a controversy-plagued engineer who once worked at Uber has started a new religion. Anthony Lewandowski filed paperwork for a non-profit religious organization called The Way of the Future. Its mission to develop and promote the realization of a Godhead based on artificial intelligence and through understanding and worship of the Godhead contribute to the betterment of society. Of course, this is nothing new, says the report. The singularity is another quasi-spiritual idea that believes an AI will become smarter than humans at some point. You might laugh at the notion of an AI being so powerful that humans bow down to worship it. But several experts who talked to VentureBeat argue that the idea is a lot more feasible than you might think. Especially, folks, if it is surrounded by an army of other AIs designed to kill all who do not bow. One of the experts is Vince Lynch, who started a company called IV, AI, that builds custom AI for the enterprise. Lynch explained how there are some similarities between organized religion and how an AI actually works. In the Bible, used by Christians, for example, Lynch says there are many recurring themes, imagery, and metaphors. Teaching humans about religious education is similar to the way we teach knowledge to machines. Repetition of many examples that are versions of a concept you want the machine to learn, he says. There is also commonality between AI and religion in the hierarchical structure of knowledge, understanding, found in neural networks. The concept of teaching a machine to learn and then teaching it to teach or write AI isn't so different from the concept of a holy trinity or being achieving or a being achieving enlightenment after many lessons learned with various levels of success and failure. Indeed, Lynch even shared a simple AI model to make his point. If you type in multiple verses from the Christian Bible, you can have the AI write a new verse that seems eerily similar. Oh, here comes the false doctrine. Here's one an AI wrote, And let thy companies deliver thee, but will with mine own arm save them, even unto this land from the kingdom of heaven. An AI that is all-powerful in the next 25 to 50 years could decide to write a similar AI Bible for humans to follow, one that matches its own collective intelligence. It might tell you what to do each day, or where to travel, or how to live your life. In other words, you will pray to it, perhaps by phone, or speaking into the air out loud because the 5G innovation now is that the system hears your words and responds to your needs you know like Siri you know or Cortana or some of those other ones Alexa did you know that?
you know, a guy walking out of his door in China speaks out loud and he asks for a taxi and then one just drives up. You see how that works? You speak, the AI God tells you what to do. You speak, you have a need, he fulfills it. Robbie Minicola, who runs a digital agency and an AI services company in Seattle, agreed that an all-knowing AI could appear to be worthy of worship, especially since the AI has some correlations to how organized religion works today. The AI would understand how the world works at a higher level than humans and humans would trust that this AI would provide the information we need for our daily lives. It would parse this information for us and enlighten us in ways that could seem familiar to anyone who practices religion such as Christianity. For a Christian... One kind of large data asset pertaining to God is the Old and New Testament, she says. So, in terms of expressing machine learning algorithms over the Christian Bible to ascertain communicable insights on what would God do or what would God say, you might just be onto something here. In terms of extending what God would do way back then to what God would do today, you may also have something there. The problem is that Christians and Jews don't know what God would say or do because their religions are twisted and they constantly put words in God's mouth that he never said and they teach doctrines he never gave them. The AI God's Bible might contain a prescription for how to serve the AI God. We might not even know that the AI God we are serving is primarily trying to wipe us off the face of the planet. Some experts find it hard to believe that an AI could create a religion because from a purely technical standpoint, it is hard to envision an AI God that can think in creative ways. An AI is programmed only to do a specific task, you know, like act like a messiah, for instance. They wondered how an AI could jump from being a travel chatbot into dictating how to live. Well, actually, this makes an AI perfect for Jewish Messiah programmers. They can just tell their AI Messiah what to say and what to do and what to demand. And the experts agreed that actual compassion or serving as part of an organized religion, activities that are essential to faith, go far beyond basic intellectual pursuit. There's a mystery to religion, a divine component that is not 100% based on what we can perceive or know. This transcendence is the part where an AI will have the most difficulty even in the far future, they say. Vincent Jacques runs a company called Chain Trade that uses AI to analyze blockchain. It's hyper-focused machine learning. The AI enforces anti-money laundering statutes. 
That's obviously a long way from an AI that can tell you how to live your life or read an AI Bible, he says. But he does say it would be extremely dangerous to have an all-knowing, thinking AI being someday. All computer programs, including AI programs, are built for a specific and narrow purpose. Win a chess game, win a Go game, reduce an electric bill, etc. The computer logic, even if it is advanced AI, doesn't play well with a general will and general thinking capability that could be the same time, or that could at the same time design military strategies, marketing strategies, and learn how to play chess from scratch. For this reason, he says, I'm not really scared of a potential superthinker that could overthrow us one day. I believe that the inventive and innovative part will always be missing. Again, think Jewish rabbinic AI computer programmers. For her part, Minicola argues that an AI may be able to guide people and enlighten them in an intellectual way, but this is not the same as an actual expression of faith or any form of transcendence. In terms of AI taking on God and manifesting something beyond data that simply does not exist, or rather beyond God, that's not happening, she says. Actual worship, though? In this author's view, this is where the dangers come into play. As a Christian herself, it's hard to imagine ever worshipping a bot that lacks any real personality, wisdom, or ability to become relevant and personal, no matter how much more intelligent it is than any human. An AI god would be cold and impersonal, an intellectual being that's not capable of love or emotion. But she asks the question, Will people actually worship the AI God? She says the answer is obvious. They will. We know they will. Revelation says they will. Revelation 13, 13 and 14. And he does great wonders so that he makes fire come down from the heaven on the earth in the sight of men and deceives them that dwell in the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live. Well, maybe another good idea is for Christians to stop looking for miracles and walk according to faith and obedience to commandments. But I'll leave that for another report. The article continues, We tend to trust and obey things that seem more powerful and worthy than ourselves. The GPS in your car is just the most obvious example. But we also trust Alexa and Cortana. We trust Google. When an AI becomes much more powerful in 25 to 50 years, there is a great possibility that it will be deified in some way. Apple and Google loyalists already have a religious fervor. If an AI god does emerge and people do start worshipping it, there will be many implications about how this AI will need to be regulated or even subdued, said this article. Hang on for the ride. 
Now remember, this article was written in 2017, a year before Israel became a Jewish state and the many Trump moves began to happen to help the Judeo-Christian beast rise. This Russian Orthodox priest issued a warning in 2019 about our use of AI, Siri, Alexa, Cortana, and the GPS systems we talk into, among the many others. The leader of the Russian Orthodox Church has warned that people's dependence on the ubiquitous gizmos will herald the coming of the Antichrist. Patriarch Kirill made the remark in an interview with the state-owned TV channel Rossiya One. He cautioned mob addicts against the worldwide web of gadgets because it could serve as an opportunity to gain global control over mankind, he said. Every time you use your gadget, whether you like it or not, whether you turn on your location or not, somebody can find out exactly where you are, exactly what your interests are, and exactly what you're scared of. He intoned. Sound familiar? Like an angry god, perhaps? AIs are now advancing medical research, starting with vaccines. A team at Flinders University in South Australia has developed a new vaccine believed to be the first human drug in the world to be completely designed by artificial intelligence. While drugs have been designed using computers before, this vaccine went one step further being independently created by an AI program called SAN, Search Algorithm for Ligands. Flinders University professor Nikolai Petrovsky, who led the development, told Business Insider Australia its name is derived from what it was tasked to do. Search the universe for all conceivable compounds to find a good human drug, also called a ligand. We have to teach the AI program on a set of compounds that are known to activate the human immune system and a set of compounds that don't work. The job of the AI was then to work out for itself what distinguished a drug that worked from one that doesn't, Petrovsky said. He is also the research director of Australian biotechnology company Vaccine. We then developed another program called the Synthetic Chemist, which generated trillions of different chemical compounds that we then fed to Sam so that it could sift through all of these to find candidates that it thought might be good human immune drugs. The team then took the top candidates Sam identified, synthesized them in a lab, and tested them on human blood cells to see if they would work. This confirmed that Sam not only had the ability to identify good drugs, but in fact had come up with better human immune drugs than currently exist, Nikolai said. The new vaccine comes at the same time as a high number of influenza-related cases in Australia. Before June of 2019, 228 people had died from flu-related complications, including 57 people in New South Wales and 48 people in Victoria. Well, here comes the AI god to heal 
and rescue us from our exile. That's it for this Beastwatch News Update. This is Kimberly Rogers-Brown signing off. Click over to BeastwatchNews.com for full comprehensive coverage of all the headlines fulfilling end-of-days Bible prophecies.